So I'm, it's my pleasure to, to, uh, to be presenting the awards this evening to, to a bunch of uh, really outstanding alumni honorees who've distinguished themselves either in, either vocationally or professionally or in, in some personal way that, uh, that has made us proud that they're alumni and, and, and really proud of the work that they've done. Uh, the, the first uh, award I'd like to uh, announce this evening is for Jonathan Anderson from the class of 2006. Jonathan uh, is the Director of Retirement Services for the Cetera Financial Group. Uh, prior to joining that company, he served for two years as Vice President for Interna International Sales at Brightscope a financial information company that helps investors and asset managers and financial advisors make better and more informed decisions about retirement and wealth management, something that's near and dear to all of our hearts as years go by, at least. It's more interesting to me now than it was when I graduated. Uh, he also previously worked as a financial advisor and wealth manager for AIG and LPL Financial. But three years ago, he was responsible for uh, founding a scholarship for Franciscan business students, the Jeffrey J. Anderson Business Leader Scholarship here. And uh, in order to, to attract future business leaders to Franciscan, uh, he and several of his fellow alumni have raised over $25,000 at this point to grant a $10,000 annual scholarship. They're a few years into it. And I think that's, that's an outstanding accomplishment on their, their behalf, especially for an, a young alumnus. Uh, he graduated from Franciscan in 2006 with a BA in economics and currently lives in San Diego with his wife and fellow Franciscan graduate Diana Chambers Anderson and their two young sons. Uh, for his strong leadership in business and his great generosity to his alma mater, we're pleased to honor him with the 2014 Outstanding Young Alumni Award. And um, Jonathan's not able to be with us this evening, so we'll accept this on his behalf and make sure that we find a safe way to ship that to uh, California. Anybody going to San Diego tomorrow? <laughs> Anybody want to go to San Diego tomorrow? <laughs> Father Denny's going. <laughs> The next honoree is um, the person I've known for probably almost 30 years at this point. Uh, for more than 20 years, Paul Pinto has been serving customers in the uniform and apparel business, and both working for his own company and for others, including for his current employer, Aramark. For an even greater number of years, he's been serving his alma mater, Franciscan University. He has a BA in English. I thought it was business, but a BA in English, and an MBA from Franciscan. He was an active part of, of the community here. He lived in town throughout the 1980s, both as a student and then later as a counselor for the admissions office. Uh, and even after his career took him away from Steubenville, he's remained a loyal supporter of the university, serving six years on the alumni board, returning to campus numerous times, and most recently being the person who spearheaded our efforts to have a very successful 1980s alumni reunion that was on campus last summer. He currently resides in Canfield, Ohio, with his wife, Julie Ferguson Pinto, also a graduate of the university, and their two youngest children. Their oldest daughter is a freshman at Franciscan this year. And as I depart from the written comments for the first time this evening, this terrifies them, by the way. <laughs> but as I reflected today on what I would say when I departed from the, uh, from the, the comments, um, it would not be a historical stretch uh, to think that on a day like today, this time of the semester, 30 years ago, Paul and I would have been filling out a form and bringing it to Rose DeFiti, looking to get a check to fund student activities for the rest of the semester. So I think it's highly appropriate that for all of his actions then and since, that Paul should be getting the Rose DeFiti Faithful Franciscan Award. So congratulations, Paul. I just really want to uh, thank the university for, for this really great honor. I mean, I, you know, when it was mentioned that I was going to, uh, was, was nominated and, and uh, was going to be selected for this award. And I really felt like the opposite. I felt like, you know, really I should be given an award at the university, not the university giving me an award, you know. Um, the university has just been such a big part of my life, uh, my wife's life. Obviously, I met my wife here. Um, now my daughter, 
Uh, Marissa's going to school here too, which is kind of exciting. But uh, it's, I got to the university in 1982. I came here after attending a few uh, uh, summer conferences. This was really the only school I wanted to attend. That's the only school I applied for, so I'm glad I got accepted. Uh, that would have been a problem for my parents if I didn't get accepted. Um, but uh, when I came here, I was kind of really, uh, came as a new freshman student, really looking for what the university could do for me. I was just excited to be here, uh, excited to be part of what was happening at the university and just absorbing and taking as much in as I could. And really what I found over the four years I was here is really the university really does teach us and gives us the tools really to, to live a life of service to the church um, and really to our, our communities, our local communities. I can still remember one time Father Ange, those who remember Father Ange, uh, Father Ange prepared Julie and I to get married and I, I remember one time we were, we were moving and his advice to me when we were moving was, hey, get involved in your church right away. Get plugged in right away. Wherever you go, immediately serve in your church, find some place to serve because it's really important for you and your wife and your family that you live a life of service. And really, that's really you know what what Franciscan really uh, gave me. So I'm really honored to receive this award, be, uh, you know, because of that as well. Um, a lot of examples of service when I was here were you know certainly the friars, Father Michael certainly set the tone. Um, I can remember Father Denny serving, Father Sam, Father Gus, um, uh, Father John Osterhout at the time, now Father Conrad. You know, just really having a life of service, uh, giving of themselves to the university, um, and certainly they set an example. And it also was true about the staff here and, and, the, and our professors. Um, I can still remember Father, uh, not Father, but I can still remember uh, Dr. John Herman and just the way he cared for his family. And I became close friends with the Herman family. Uh, John, and I, John Herman, his son, and I became very close friends. And really even then, after we graduated, you know, our lives were really dedicated to serving the university. And John, of course, is, uh, works on staff here now, today. <clears throat> um, lastly, I would just say, you know, Rose DeFeedy, uh, as Chris mentioned, you know, we would go to Rhodes and get a check for something, I'm sure, right? We always needed some money for something. But, you know, she tirelessly worked for the university um, for over 50 years. And she gave herself, and she didn't only work for the university, but she also was very active in the local community and gave herself there as well. So it's, it's an honor to be associated with her and to receive this award. I'm very thankful. Uh, also thankful, very thankful my daughter's going here now, too, and can experience the same thing my wife and I did. Uh, just the richest of the university. I also promised my son that I would give him a shout out while I was up here. So, uh, to my son Christian and his friend Brady, a shout out to you guys. <laughs> Thank you very much. Our next award is the Alumni Citizenship Award. Uh, since 2007, Patrick McNamara has served as president and CEO of Community Partners, which is a nonprofit organization committed to helping children and families cope with social, emotional, and financial adversity. Prior to assuming leadership of that organization, he spent almost two decades working as a case manager, a therapist, and an administrator of social service agencies in Florida. In 2012, he received an executive education fellowship at Harvard University's Kennedy School of Government and has recently helped launch Home Matters, a nationwide movement geared toward promoting home and family as key components in building a stronger nation. He earned his bachelor's in psychology from Franciscan University in 1993 and his master's in social work from Tulane University in 1995. He and his wife, Franciscan graduate Anna Rodriguez McNamara, live in Boynton Beach, Florida with their three children. And for his generous service to his community and his unfailing commitment to helping individuals and families in crisis, Franciscan University is pleased to honor Patrick McNamara with the 2014 Alumni Citizenship Award. Just wanted to make a couple of comments. God is good. Um, 
my sister Anne, um, who I am fortunate enough to be here with tonight, and my daughter Emma. Um, my sister Anne was instrumental in having me uh, uh, transfer to Franciscan University, actually. Uh, I had uh, been a student at Georgetown for three years. Um, we experienced a, a, a family tragedy um, that really shook us to our core. Uh, and my sister Anne was there to help me um, and said, why don't you come over to Franciscan for a semester and just give it a try. Um, so I did and I'll never forget that uh, as we were driving here, um, I somehow we got on the topic of sharing that my confirmation name uh, was Augustine and she said, you know, that's amazing because mine was Monica. Um, and uh, she had very much been praying for um, uh, uh, for me, and I was uh, definitely in need of the prayer at the time, um, and, and still am very much so. Um, so Anne, I say thank you um, for helping to, to bring me here uh, to Franciscan and helping to lay a solid foundation for going into social work. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention is that, frankly, there are not enough Catholic social workers. Um, folks tend to, for a lot of different reasons, uh, shy away from going into social work with uh, good Catholic core beliefs. Um, in some, some ways, it can feel like you're going into um, a, a foreign land and a very uh, threatening territory. Um, but that's why we need more. Um, so the other uh, quote that I just wanted to um, share that has become near and dear to my heart, which was from St. Augustine and calls me on on a daily basis, I feel very fortunate to do the kind of work that I get to do. Uh, St. Augustine said that Hope has two beautiful daughters and their names are anger and courage. Uh, and anger at the way that things are and courage to see that they don't stay that way. So. Um, thank you very much, and uh, I feel very blessed to be back here at Franciscan. Thank you. Next award is the Dr. John J. Carrig Award. With all deference to all the professors in the room, I always have to say this is my favorite professor. Um, Deborah Kane, uh, this year's honoree, spent 31 years in the classrooms of Akron City Schools teaching first, fifth, and sixth grades. Then near the end of her teaching career, she served twice, first as vice president and then as president of the Stark County School Board. After retiring from the classroom in 2005, she ran for the Ohio State Board of Education and was elected twice to that as well, first in 2006, then in 2010, and served as president from 2009 to 2011. For the last two years, while serving out the remainder of her second term in Ohio, Stark also has served on the board of directors for the National Association of State Boards of Education. A 1974 graduate of Franciscan University, I guess the College of Steubenville's uh, education program, Deborah and her husband Daniel reside in Uniontown, Ohio. For her many outstanding contributions to the field of education, Franciscan University is pleased to honor Deborah Kane with the 2014 Dr. John J. Carrig Award. You mentioned in your introduction that when I was here, it was the College of Steubenville. And we affectionately, some of you know, used to call it Steubyu. Well, now it is, <laughs> which, is, which is great. I'd like to uh, send my congratulations to all the other uh, awardees tonight. Uh, your accomplishments are certainly outstanding, and I'm very honored to be 
in a group with the rest of you. And I'd like to thank the Alumni Association and the University. I'm quite um, very humbled and honored to receive this award, especially coming in named after Dr. Carrick, who was an extremely distinguished professor here at this university. I, uh, I'm serving in my last year on the State Board of Education, and it's been an honor to do that for eight years. But I'd also want to let you all know that many of this, many of the things that I've done in the last 20 years would not have been possible without the love and the support of an unbelievable, loving husband. And uh, thank you, sweetheart. Boy, that clapping's going to go to his head, you know. <laughs> I'd also like to thank uh, several friends who are here tonight. Uh, Angie and Sandy, who uh, work at a facility called Omarisa. It's a, a tech company, uh, IT uh, organization that works with the schools around the, the counties around this area. And I've had and. and uh, Real pleasure to, since I've been on the state board, to work with them, and I, I appreciate them being here tonight. I'd also like to thank my good friends Terry and Gary Edwards. Terry and I were colleagues together when I taught in Akron, and we're also, of course, you know, very good friends. And I appreciate them coming from from Akron to be here tonight. That means a lot to me. And. Uh, I, uh, whatever field you may be in or thinking of going in, you can never go wrong when you work with young people because it gives you a, a hope that sometimes is hard to describe, but you know that when you're trying to help young folks, they give you so much and it's, uh, it's a real joy to be able to do that. So uh, again, I'd like to thank the university and the alumni association. And by the way, <clears throat> I don't remember meals here quite like this. Um, Everybody says that. <laughs> um, this was probably the best meal I've ever had at Steubenville. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you all very much. <laughs> The next uh, award is the Professor Edward J. Kelly Award, and it's being presented to Joe Morris, who is a partner at Canal Point Capital, which is a private equity firm focused on making investments in middle market companies. He also serves on the boards of Diamond Communications, Star Energy, First Communications, and Summit Advantage, as well as several other civic and nonprofit corporations. Prior to joining Canal Point, Joe was president of First Communications and one of the founding members of its management team. Earlier, he practiced as an attorney, focusing on public, corporate, and international law. He earned his BA in political science from Franciscan in 1993 and his JD from Akron University in 1996. Previously, he'd studied economics for two years at Queens College in Belfast, Northern Ireland. Today, Joe and his wife Darcy live in Akron with their five children. For his Christ-centered leadership in the corporate world, Franciscan University is pleased to award the 2014 Professor Edward J. Kelly Award to Joe Morris. Thank you very much. 
Uh, it is an honor um, to be up here, and uh, it's actually great to just be back on campus. I'm pretty sure I'm not positive this was the gym when I was here. Um, and so uh, it's, it's pretty neat to be back here. I, I had a number of conflicts this weekend, and uh, when I saw my friend um, from back when I was at Steubenville, Pat McNamara, was, was also getting an award, I knew I had to find a way to get here. So it's an honor especially to be here with you, Pat. Um, I'm one of uh, seven children, and six of us uh, attended Franciscan University. Um, I don't, yeah, I, I'm not sure when they uh, sent me here. Uh, they had aspirations that I would come and win the Professor Kelly Award for being in private equity. I think they were thinking maybe the Rose Defeat Award or a Bishop's Award or some other things. But I, I do uh, know that they and the university really set a, a seed of, of a, the importance of finding your vocation. And um, I can say that um, looking back, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate to have found my vocation. And it started with finding my wife of 15 years, Darcy, and us trying to raise uh, five children as best as we can. But it also is in business. And, um, and I've been very fortunate, I think, to have found um, an occupation that I can feel like I can have impact and purpose. And um, I've had a, a great experience there. Um, in looking back, in, in terms of it becoming more of a vocation to me, I think I've learned a, a couple things. And one is that uh, life is short. And in particular, the days are short. And uh, eight hours was never enough at work, 10 hours, 12, 14 hours. Um, and the longer you went into these longer days, the more you're gonna take from your family. Um, and then even as you got to your, home, to your family, you realize that life is short and you don't have enough time for every one of your children. Um, and as, as I matured, I think I, I came to appreciate the, um, the concept of really focusing on what's important. And, um, and as you focus on what's important and leave some of the other things behind, uh, you can accomplish things and move forward. Um, I, also, um, I also learned that in business, a, a lot of business is really about being lucky. And as I was coming in here with uh, my mom, she says, I'm glad I'm here so I can hear a little bit about what you do. And uh, I'm not one to share a lot about my work, so I'll kind of ad-lib and tell a story of how I was a little lucky in business. Uh, we, back in uh, 2006, um, we had grown our company and, to a point where we were going to take it public, and we had decided to take it public on the AIM exchange over in London. And that's an 18-month process, and you end with a road show, where you have a two- or three-week process of going on the road, meeting hedge funds and different investors on, on Wall Street, and over, in this in case, over in London. And um, so we went off on that road show. The first week of it was great. We were getting orders. We were feeling great about our prospects. Um, the second week, it started realizing there was a little headwind as we were out there pitching investors. And um, our investment banker encouraged us to keep going. Let's go one more week. Let's get this thing done. And uh, the third week, we realized as we were showing up at meetings, uh, we were meeting with junior analysts instead of the, the decision makers. And, and, and you, you really felt like there was something going on in the market. But somehow, we got the deal done. And that was uh, July 7th, 2007. Everybody remembers those times. Uh, literally seven days later, uh, Bear Stearns announced that their two largest hedge funds were bankrupt, and the market started falling apart. And uh, and that was pure luck. It wasn't to do with our timing, um, but um, I, I do realize very much that when you're you've been lucky, and I think a lot of us in this room have been blessed that there's an obligation to give back. And um, I'm I'm so proud to be part of this, be uh, attached to this university. 
I have uh, so many good friends from back there. Back in the time, we were part of the Lion of Judah household, and um, we were maybe considered a more balanced household back then. But even um, even some of my friends that were balanced to the side of uh, wondering what was where were the party was that night versus where the rosary was going to be said. Um, I, I uh, even some of that you know. Uh, Reeve Roder is out in Dallas and he's uh, in real estate but he's uh, running a Catholic school. Rhett Young who's dedicated his life to, uh, to youth ministry is now I work at the university. It's just it really is inspiring to hear the stories today and to keep in touch with my alumni so I'm glad to be back in touch and uh, thank you very much for this honor. Next award is the Father Dan Egan Award and it is being presented to Dr. Kyle Better of the class of 2000. Dr. Kyle Better is an obstetrician and gynecologist at the Gianna Center in New Brunswick, New Jersey. The center is a women's care facility committed to providing quality care to women, but while upholding the Catholic Church's teaching on human life. One of only a handful of, of trained NAPRO technology surgeons in the United States, Kyle earned his MD from the Ohio State University. He then continued his medical education at St. Vincent's Hospital in Manhattan and in the Phoenix Integrated Residency in Obstetrics and Gynecology program before pursuing training in NAPRO technology at the Pope Paul VI Institute in Omaha. Dr. Beider, who majored in biology and minored in philosophy at Franciscan, graduated from the university in 2000. And today he and his wife, Liz Marie Griffin, who also grad Griffin Beider, who also graduated from Franciscan, have six young children and reside in central New Jersey. I won't ask what, what exit you're supposed to people from New Jersey for his outstanding contributions to building a medical community that respects both women and the gift of life. Franciscan University is pleased to award the 2014 Father Dan Egan Award to Dr. Kyle Beider. It's an honor to be here, and I'll just say a, a few sh uh, short words. Um, uh, I think it's true, obviously, that God controls the circumstances of our lives, and um, I feel like I've been blessed so much with my family, my mother and father, and uh, my, some of my siblings are here, and my uh, wife's family as well, and Sister Jean Darty, who's a good friend of the university, is here uh, as well. And so I feel like I'm, I'm constantly um, trying, I feel a debt of gratitude, certainly, uh, for God giving me all these blessings in my life and trying to do, do them justice. Um, here at Franciscan, what a community. I, I was uh, very much formed and influenced by many of the groups here. The pro-life group we had here would go to Pittsburgh and, and New York City and witness in front of the abortion clinics there. Uh, the Tomb of the Unborn Child up here, right by the, uh, by the Porto Yankula Chapel. Uh, and also the Sun Life trips during spring break we took to Florida. All these really examples helped to form in me um, uh, the spirit that I have and I'm trying to bring with me and, into the medical world. Um, you know, I think that actually Sister Jean, my aunt, told me once that God really calls us out of our comfort zone. And by nature, I, I'm not, uh, I don't like conflict. I think I'm kind of quiet and, and uh, introverted. And my dad said, Kyle, you know, go into the hard sciences, something that's not political, you know, but uh, you know, you just study hard and you'll do well. And so I happened to stumble into OBGYN, which, uh, you know, what other field out there is at odds with uh, Catholic ethics. But um, by the grace of God, I, I am where I am, and just proud to be involved in the Gianna Center effort. And our, our goal is to spread these clinics nationwide as alternatives to Planned Parenthood. Uh, so please keep us in your prayers, especially in this uh, political and cultural and healthcare climate, a very challenging task, uh, but we are making some headway. And uh, God willing, um, uh, we will spread. So uh, I, I think like all this, obviously owe a debt to our alma mater, to Franciscan University here. And um, 
may God be with us and, and God bless you all. Thank you. The, uh, the last award for this evening is the Bishop John King Museo Award, and it's being awarded to Elizabeth Robinson Young. I'd point out that, uh, not in the script, but she's the daughter of Charlie Robinson, class of 69, who's here, and who I think was a winner of one of these awards a few years ago. So we've passed it on. We've already got a second generation winner in year 10 of the program, so that's great. Elizabeth Young serves as Director of Physician Assistance in Radiology at DRA Imaging in Poughkeepsie, New York, and as Chief Operating Officer at Camp Veritas. She and her husband, fellow Franciscan alum Ryan Young, developed and launched the Catholic Summer Camp for Teenagers seven years ago. What began with 55 teens has since grown to include 1,000 teens from across the country, participating in one of three week-long camps, all held in the Archdiocese of New York. As the camp's COO, Elizabeth coordinates logistics in 11 separate departments comprised of over 300 volunteers. She holds a degree in Physician Assistant Sciences from St. Anthony's Catholic Medical Center in New York, as well as her BA from Franciscan, where she majored in biology and minored in chemistry. The Youngs and their five children reside in Salt Point, New York. And so for her tireless work on behalf of the young people attending Camp Veritas and her service to the church in America, Franciscan University is pleased to award Elizabeth Young with the 2014 Bishop John King Musio Award. Congratulations. Well, a tough act to follow all of you, and I want to congratulate all of the other winners. Um, well done. Um, I know a lot of you know the history from what's in there of how I got tricked, I mean, um, talked into coming to Steubenville by, by my father, who is an alumni here as well. Um, but what you may not know is that first day freshman year at the ice cream social, and I know you all went there when you were freshmen, I met my husband. And he went home and told his family, this is the girl I'm gonna marry. And they said, well, does she know that? <laughs> and he said, no, but she'll come around. And obviously I did. What I didn't know was that that was the beginning of a, a tremendous adventure that has not only blessed both of us with a, a wonderful marriage and five amazing children and two successful careers, but I guess for two slightly ADD people, that wasn't enough. So Ryan came to me seven years ago and said, you know, I had a vision that I need to open summer camps for, for Catholic teenagers and get them reinvigorated in the faith. And I, so I looked at him and any good supportive wife and I said, are you crazy? <laughs> you, you don't, you've never been to camp. What do we know about this? And so we figured it out and um, if, if we can be accused of anything, it's of being blessed to have front row seats to watch the Holy Spirit's work, bringing hearts and souls back into communion with the church for the first time, bringing communion with the church. We see kids on their knees in the Eucharist and all of the time and the hours and the stress and the effort, it's all worth it when these kids are on their knees in the Eucharist, some of them for the first time in their lives. We are grateful, both of us, to have that front row seat. But we ask ourselves every day, how much is a soul worth? One soul, how far are you willing to go? And I, can, I know I can speak on behalf for my husband and, and our families that we just hope at the end of the day, we hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, welcome home. Thank you. Thank you to Chris and Rebecca for uh, presenting our awards. I'd like to invite our president, Father Sean Sheridan, 
full of a very busy schedule, uh, multiple things today, going to bilocate tomorrow for the first time ever. Uh, he's got to go to Loretto tomorrow. He's going to be here. He's going to be in Loretto. He's going to be back here. So um, thank you, Father Sean, for sharing your remarks. Thank you, Tim, and, and again, congratulations to all of our winners tonight, or award, awardees, not winners, because uh, hopefully we're all winners, <laughs> at least in the eyes of God. Um, I, I wanted to, as Tim was saying, I wanted to apologize for not being able to be here with you throughout the meal and to be able to hand out the awards myself. I know Chris was able to step in and take the lion's share of that responsibility, but um, we were having the transitists, right, as the dinner was going on over with the students in the chapel. Um, and there's one place that I would willingly uh, pass up the opportunity to be with you, and that's to be with our students while they're praying. Uh, because I see, certainly uh, in my responsibility as the president of this university, as being their spiritual father. And to be able to continue to foster and help them to grow in their own lives, their, their encounters with Christ, and to be able to help them to draw closer to the Lord. So it was a wonderful evening over there in the chapel, as, as is so typical of our events here on campus. It was standing room only. Uh, just to see the kids praying on a Friday night when at many other universities they're out doing things other than praying on a Friday night. Um, but they, many of our students, as you all know, are the products of some of the people here in this room. They learned that from being with you, from the example that so many of you who are parents set for our students to be men and women of faith and to continue to help to lead them and guide them closer to the Lord. It's an awesome responsibility that you've entrusted to us, and I continue to pray every day that we're always up to that. Uh, we, can all, we, the friars, myself, we all pray for you each and every day as well, as alumni of our university, because so much of what we do is dependent upon who you are and your willingness to be ambassadors for Franciscan University of Steubenville. Um, as I get to go and travel throughout the country and even throughout the world, uh, people know our alumni and are very well connected because you're out there spreading the good word about who Franciscan University of Steubenville is. And for that, we are very grateful and we continue to ask God to bless you for the many ways in which you assist us with our mission here uh, at Franciscan University of Steubenville. Uh, as Tim said, I'll be in and out tomorrow. If you're here throughout the weekend, uh, Father Nathan and I are going to be flip-flopping the masses. I have I celebrate tomorrow. Father Nathan's preaching, and then he I preach on Sunday, and he says the main celebrant for Sunday morning. But I look forward to seeing you throughout the course of the weekend. Um, if I'm not in Loretto, but uh, I'll try to be as present as I can for all the wonderful things going on here. So God bless each and every one of you, and again, thank you for all that you do for Franciscan University.